Hope you enjoyed this episode with Titan. If you have any questions or want to connect with Titan, I've included all links, including his Mint songs, Twitter, and streaming platforms in the show notes. So check out the show notes to get connected and follow along with Titan's journey. If you've got any questions for me, you can reach out to me on any social media platform at sweetman.eth or sweets.eth. Thank you for tuning in. This is Sweets, signing off. A, a nitrate pass, but there's only uh, one nitrate pass per person. So pretty much what, what the nitrate pass is, is, is it's a utility um, NFT where like I'll, like it's broken up in, into seasons and um, which is, it's kind of like a cool thing that I'm doing too, where um, like one season will have uh, 100 passes and um, what it is, is that each season will have different um, benefits. So the first season, like I'll send out uh, free merch, which, which would be like a Night Troop t-shirt or a uh, like Night Troop beanie or something. And then and then there's uh, like a 15-minute phone call. That's what uh, people have been doing now. And that's actually how I'm on this, this podcast uh, now. And um, after that, um, the, the second season like uh, will, will be basically uh, able to be bought or uh, will be able to be like airdropped once all 100 passes of the first season have sold out. So the second season passes, they have different um, utility where you'll get like, like different night troop merch and like, you'll be able to, maybe there'll be like, like a, like a random like holder raffle for some kind of like gift, possibly like a, like Ethereum or something, something like that. Like, like uh, the utility will be built upon. um, But right now we have about three seasons. Well, I have about, three seasons that I'm trying to do. So that's basically what you get with the music. And I, I believe that the night you pass, you know, it'll, it'll grow to become something that is actually pretty uh, fundamental and it'll be a, a really good piece to have along with the uh, music as well. I really love musicians thinking creatively about utility. Now I'm curious when season one ends, if, if I heard you right, there's no like end time or end date. It's just whenever a hundred season one passes are distributed. Is that right? Yeah. So there's, there's no time limit. Just, just whenever 100 passes are either bought or sold because they're, they're on the Polygon network. So they're, they're gas free. So, um, like, and, and there's, there's, uh, I believe there's like 96 in, in supply right now. I've given out four already to the people that have bought my music. So there's already people that are in Night Troop per se. And then uh, towards the end of the month, I'll be sending out uh, merch to them as well. And then you're also one of them. Yeah, I really appreciate being one of the holders this early. I, I found personally as a collector, I really like collecting from early musicians that are just experimenting in the space. And you mentioned that Polygon offers gas-free minting. And that's, that's one of the things you get by using mint songs. Um, this leads me into a question of why Polygon is first question, I guess, to preliminate that was Mint Songs the first platform you've dropped any music NFTs on, or were there other music NFTs you dropped before you came over to Polygon or I'm sorry, before you came over to Mint Songs? Uh, this Mint Songs was actually my first platform. Uh, and now I'm, I was actually surprised about it. Um, uh, almost. Omotayo, I hope I'm saying her name right. She's the one who um who uh introduced me to Mint Songs and um I was like, "Oh wow, like you can because I I the question that I asked her was does it cost to mint on there?" And she said, "No, it's on Polygon, so it's actually free." So I I checked it out and yeah, it was free minting, so you can you can mint as many songs as you want on there and uh it's it's good to go. Sorry about the the dog barking. I'm I'm talking outside because I just like to be outside, but um yeah, like um yeah, Mint Songs is definitely a good platform. Like that's that's like a super, super solid. It, it's it's going to be a platform where I release most of my singles. Uh, I know that I I can kind of put like like an album on, like the blockchain and have it be like one song, kind of like how uh, Snoop Dogg did his uh his uh Death Row mix. Like I know that that I could do that, but um, I feel like um, Mint Songs is definitely going to be like a single exclusive platform, at least for my. Uh, music and then I'll I'll put the extended music and everything like that on like OpenSea. Like I, I do plan on putting like uh, music videos on um, OpenSea and everything like that as well too. Mm, music videos on OpenSea. It's nice to have a place to experiment and not have to worry about the gas costs. And it's it's always good to hear feedback from the community that Mint Songs is providing a place for experimentation. 
I'd like to take a step back and kind of zoom out to your broader musical journey as a creator. Um, can you give us the story of how you got started in music? Is, is musical creation a new venture for you to express your creativity or have you been creating music for a long time? What, what's been the story of, uh, of Titan coming into being a musical creator? Well, um, I started to really make music um, when I was, I want to say like 14. Um, I went, I, I was in band class when I was in seventh grade and um, I, I played like a, a few concerts and stuff. I, I, I did um, percussion and I just, I just really liked, uh, I don't know, I liked um, just per- percussion. That was like the best thing. Like, you know, there are other, other stuff to play too, like uh, woodwinds and all that, but percussion just really, really stuck to me. And um, I, I like I, I went home and and I would practice and then I I, I was I was always like kind of like a nerd on the computer. So then I started to make music, and um, I, I I started to make a beat uh, make beats because I was listening to like uh, Xavier Wolf like basically like just a whole like underground rapper scene like Sesh Hollow Water Boys and all of them. I would really uh, listen to them a lot, and they 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 have a really strong influence on my music now. So I um, like. Uh, I would go in, and they would use a lot of sample beats. Like they would sample a lot of songs from like like um, anime, and they would put like like beats on the um, the um, anime uh, sample. So I I kind of like went around and experimented with that. And uh, the first beat that I made, uh, I, I showed it to my brother, and he told me, "Oh, this this isn't good. You know, this this beat is actually not a good beat, and you you should you should go back and you should you should re redo it like." Because right now it's kind of like all over the place. So I said, "Oh, okay, cool." So I went back and I and I redid the uh, beat, and um, he was like, "Yeah, th- this sounds good," you know. And I was like, "Okay, cool." So I kept on making beats and everything. And uh, before you know it, I'm making like three, four beats a day, and I'm I'm just cranking them out. And then after that, out of nowhere, uh, I I sell my first beat for like fifteen dollars, and I was like, "Oh wow, okay." So I I, I told my mom that, and she's oh, um, you know, like. If 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 one person will buy it, then other people will buy it too. So that 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 just basically started it, and then I I I, I went under the 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 producer name of uh, Flame Alchemist, and then after that I started to rap because I was like, okay, like I I know I, I can't just make beats, maybe I could rap too. So this is when I was sixteen, and I, I came out with with the song uh, Titan. That's that's my first song that I ever came out with, and that song had actually gotten very very popular. It has about like thirty three k plays right now on SoundCloud and it, it gets maybe like 15 plays each day. And, and I released that song a long time ago and um, like uh, just, you know, just going through life. It really just taught me like, you know, like out of, out of everything that has ever happened to me, the one thing that has had that has never changed is my music. That's just 1000%. My music has never changed for me. I've always been, making music like all my friends know I've, I've always been making music under a bunch of different like like artist names but the one name that has stuck with me the longest is titan and i feel like titan when i'm when i'm rapping uh it's it's not you know it's he's he's his own person you know he he raps like like as his own flow and 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 I, he he really like embodiments like a whole nother artist in, in a sense and, and that's that's kind of how i how i see it like because I've I've been Titan for so long, like the, the name sticks and, and I I just love it. So that's kind of how I started to really get into music and just seeing people really like my music, seeing people like, dude, like you really make some good music. Like seeing all my friends like actually actively listening to my music, like that that makes me very very happy, and that's what makes me keep going with my music. So even before you came into music NFTs, you were already seeing success that a lot of musicians had never seen. I feel like a lot of musicians get started and they just look for streams. And even if you're getting thousands of streams on Spotify, you're not going to see $15. And that, that ability to like see $15 from a single beat, I think is as close to the web three paradigm as possible. Um, so what, what then got you hip to becoming interested in actually publishing music NFTs? Like you were already seeing success. You were getting thousands of streams you're getting people buying your beats. So why, why even turn your attention to the music NFT space? 
Well, honestly, uh, like uh, just bringing it back to my to my previous statement, like I've always been like a nerd, you know. So I've I've uh, while I wasn't there, there was a period of time when I wasn't making music, and and during that time, I was very heavy into um, just all kinds of cryptocurrencies, just all kinds of just technical stuff, and and I I learned how to trade uh, like Bitcoin and all that, but. I, you know, like it's been years since I've, since I've really like been doing, been at, like actively in, in the market. Like I, I want to say maybe like last, like last year, that's, that's kind of when I sold all of my crypto per se. And I really haven't held too much crypto just because the market hasn't really been too good. But I, then I got into um, NFTs and to be honest, I'm not really that good with art uh, NFTs. Like I started to get in, into NFTs around January of last year. And um, I had a couple of good, you know, trades and everything like that, but I never really found like a strong community with the with the art and uh, like NFTs because I was always split between like people would always say, oh, like the art NFTs or whatever they need like uh, utility and such, and I was always split because I'm like, well, if it's art, like if it's like a uh, Mona Lisa pa- painting, there's no like utility in that. It's just a painting. So I'm I'm confused as to why there has to be utility along with the art like NFT as well. So that's what I was really torn in. And and a lot of times when when you buy NFTs like that because you like it, you know, you, you it's sitting inside your wallet. You know, it's not like something that you can make value off of because you like it. So uh, basically, like after doing that, I got into generative uh, coding um, NFTs. So I would I, I would code. NFTs on uh, Tezos, so I, I I would do that, but I, I didn't code too much. Like that was a that was a cool little time, but um, it was kind of hard. I'm not gonna lie. Like that's like I know how to code, but that that coding NFTs is different. You know, that's some uh, some next level stuff. But um, I was do I was doing that for a little bit, and then after that, uh, I got into music NFTs, and then I was like, okay, this is something that I can really like connect with and, and build a community around because I've been doing music for so long, and to make it into like NFTs where people that hold the night you pass, they can, they can always get into my, my concerts, like for free, you know, like that's something that can only be done with the NFT. So, or like people that have like the night you pass, like season three, they can, they can come to Vegas and we can have a big, like, like a, a warehouse show where other artists can also perform their stuff too. If they're holding the night you pass. Like that's that that kind of stuff is only available with NFTs. So that's that's a really good like um, utility use case that that I see, and that's what attracted me to turning my music into NFTs in the uh, first place. I've got a couple different questions I want to ask after that, um, but just to set the room, I'm seeing we've got a few more people joining in. This is an episode of On-Chain Experiments that's going to get published tomorrow on Spotify and across all streaming platforms. We're interviewing Titan, a music NFT creator today. And if you'd like to come up and ask Titan any questions, feel free to come up. And by contributing, you will get a split of all the royalties from the sale of these NFTs from this episode. If you are happy just listening, feel comfortable to just kick back, crack a beer, do whatever you got to do to enjoy tonight. But just wanted to open it up and let everybody listening know you can come on up and ask Titan any questions. So I find it interesting that you do have this nerd side and this uh, desire to like explore the frontier of technology. And the fact that you've already played around on Tezos and are now experimenting over here on Polygon is very interesting. I have not played around and published or bought any NFTs on any blockchains other than Ethereum or Polygon. So this question is mostly out of curiosity because you've explored a part of these on-chain experiments that I have not. What has it been like for you to create on Tezos? You said it was a little bit challenging to write the code and to do the publishing, but more on like the creator side and the marketplace side, what, it, what have you thought of uh, NFTs over on Tezos, either in the broader NFT space or specifically for music? I mean, um, to be honest, this, I'm just, I'm just going to be so just real with you. You can take a lot of money, like maybe like $500 and go to the market on Tezos and really get some good art. And I'm talking about like some really good art and it's going to be cheap too. 
because a lot of people they just sell it for like one tezos two tezos or sometimes they'll do five like but it's never super super expensive so and the gas fees are really really cheap so that's 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 what attracts me to 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 tezos you know because and and just polygon too because like not everyone can can afford to pay an extra hundred and twenty dollars for something that is is thirty dollars you know that just doesn't make any sense so like the art that's on tezos is 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 really um kind of like really like it they have a very consistent tone of what i'm seeing is very like futuristic kind of sci-fi-ish very like cyber city-ish like that's that's kind of like the theme on like object.com and stuff like uh, or, or like, or like, um, Hickinson, I, I believe it's called like very, very sci-fi NFTs, like a lot of, uh, a lot of visual arts, a lot of like trippy animations, that kind of stuff. And it's kind of interesting because every, um, like NFT ecosystem, they all have their own kind of style. Like Ethereum is super good, super, super populated with like profile picture, um, uh, NFTs. But with Tezos, you're not really going to see that too much because a lot of those NFTs they move around or they do they do things. So you're going to see less like profile picture NFTs on there and more NFTs that like I feel like later on in, in, in time will have more of a, of a use case of more of of like like you can put this in like a club and it'll be like a hologram of that NFT and it's showing up on on the be a caster and you know what i mean so, something like that but um like it's 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 a good it's a it's a good market though i i do like it i, I think it's very like beginner friendly and um the the entry fee to get into the market is really cheap like like i said the gas fees are low and tesla's is, is like three dollars right now so i like those entities on there I'm hearing I'm hearing that it's very affordable to experiment on Tezos. It's very unique type of NFTs, solely different from Ethereum NFTs, and it, it sounds like there's a lot of parallels between the attraction to Tezos as the attraction over to to Polygon. Would you would you say that they're very similar feel, Polygon and Tezos, or maybe drilling into the comparison between those two? Would you say that those are very similar, or have you found differences between the ecosystem on Polygon versus Tezos for creators? Um, to be honest, I haven't, I haven't explored too much of the, of the Polygon market. I've only explored the music entities on Polygon and I've, I've explored what's on OpenSea on Polygon, but not, I, I'm not too, I'm still pretty new in the Polygon market. So I'm not like, uh, ask me that question again in maybe like two months <laughs> after I've gotten a little more experience inside of that market. Cause I'm, I'm still really new to it. Definitely. <laughs> You say you're new, but uh, everybody here, the oldest person in this space has not even been here for 10 years. Bitcoin was made back in 2008. So the reason you're on this podcast is you're out here running these on-chain experiments. You are leading the way. Um, I want to go deeper into the, the nerd route that you were talking about. I, I also was in band back in the day. I played trumpet. I was in marching band. I was very good, like formal learning of music. And that has led me into like an early love of specific types of music. I also played a lot of RuneScape in high school, and I noticed that you put out a RuneScape NFT, and it seems like you also have this attraction to anime. And I've really liked uh, you bringing in your appreciation into this space. And I just kind of want to like tap your brain as a collector of one of your NFTs. What would you say your theme is? Like, are you focused on RuneScape? Are you focused on specific animes? What would you say are the different uh, concepts that have been influencing? the music that you've been releasing on mint songs or as music nfts i want to say uh my theme is like the kind of the, like what i make is i i just like the only thing that i care about man is slaying demons that's 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 titan demon man right there he only cares about slaying demons and demons can be anything because we we all we all got him right and we gotta slay him so like that's 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 the whole the whole purpose of titan like like he's 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 a per like he goes by a lot of a lot of, a lot of titles, and I'll, I'll always say he because you know, like I said, he's like a different person. When whenever I'm I'm in in the studio, whenever I'm rapping, it's he is a different person. So it's like he's a intergalactic bounty hunter. He's the crack of lightning because he he knows lightning style. He's invented clash rap, all this kind of stuff. So my my genre is is clash rap. 
So no one has ever done crash rap before because I'm the one who made it. And and guarantee other people are going to be doing it because crash rap is actually pretty cool. It's, it's just the, 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 the process of, of telling the story through through your own means. It doesn't have to be really what's going on, but you, it has to be a story that that of whatever that you can relate to that's going on inside of your life, just put it inside of a, a inside of a tale and make it, you know, make it work. And and that's that's exactly what I do as Titan. And so that's that's basically I want to say what, what my theme is. Like I'm really big into Kingdom Hearts, really big into anime, like and I I, I wanna say most likely my brother is who got me into anime because I remember when we were a kid uh, watching Dra- uh, Dragon Ball Z back when they were dropping new um, episodes a- every single day. So it's like that's that's a super long time ago, man, and and that's that's really deep rooted into my music, really deep rooted in, into just into actually what I do as a person, you know, uh, just me being myself. That's that's uh, it really drives what I'm doing. Like uh, my one of my favorite quotes is from. Um, Kingdom Hearts, and it's uh, may your heart be the guiding key, and that's really big to me because your your heart is one hundred percent your guiding key. If you act and think with your heart, then you can never do any wrong because your heart is is should always be for for good. So that's 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 what really you know sticks with me. So yeah, all throughout my music, all you hear is just anime, video game references. Uh, just nerdy references, like I, I like, like I said, I'm an intergalactic bounty hunter, so I accept a uh, Bitcoin to, like, get bounties. I talk about that inside of my music, you know. So it's, you know, I like it. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, the more I'm talking to you, I'm definitely hearing a difference between the Titan I'm talking to right now versus the Titan I hear in your NFTs. You got this nerdy side, and it sounds like a lot of love, and you're talking from your heart. And the deem, the Titan I hear on some of your music NFTs is uh, is very hard, kind of more aggressive and definitely like more Demon Slayer. I'm out here to kill some demons type of energy. So it's, it's cool to get to meet you here to get a different uh, to get to experience a different facet of of the creator. Um, I'm curious of who's who's been like influencing you. I let's start with the broader music and then I'll follow up with like music NFTs. Who would you say have been some of your influences in in your music? I think you mentioned them earlier, but just to to restate it, definitely I want to say uh, my my biggest influence would have to be Xavier Wolf. Like I I bump him all the time. Like I he's he's I I basically like my beats got popular because of uh, him. You know, like I would make uh, Xavier Wolf type beats, and that's what what really drove people to to come to my to my page. And um, like he 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 has a really he has a good uh, influence on me. Another another artist I want to say Kid Cudi, one thousand percent. I love Kid Cudi. Uh, just all, I've always loved Kid Cudi. Uh, me and my my uh, best friend, uh, he uh, he uh, passed away last year, but uh, me and him used to play Kid Cudi all the time, all the time back at high school, just all the time. Every single album, we used to just smoke up and just play some Kid Cudi all day. You know what I mean? So. That was that was he's he's a big influence, you know. Something about those hums is just this crazy, and then um, Juice World is definitely another one of my my biggest influences too. Because uh, Juice World, just the way he would he would just articulate the worlds, the way that he would that he would just just rap, just flow. You know what I mean? Like like it, it to, to hate on him is like you're, you're just being a hater because like he knows what he's doing. So it's, it's kind of crazy to hate on him, you know? So, um, like, just, yeah, Juice, Xavier Wolf, Juice World, and uh, and uh, Kid Cudi. Those are my three biggest influences, hands down. And now bringing it a little bit more into Web3, who would you say have been influencing you in the Web3 space, either specific music NFT producers or just people in general in the music NFT space? Who would you say has been a positive influence towards getting you where you are in the music NFT space? I think you mentioned Omatoyo earlier, if I'm pronouncing her name right. I definitely need to hear her pronounce it as well. But who would you say are the the influencers in this Web3 space? Yeah, definitely um, uh, Omatoyo. She she is the one who basically introduced me to it all. She, she was the one who told me about Mint Songs. Uh, she's the one who, who definitely 
just just was like, hey man, like yeah, you can you could definitely you know make some music because for for a long time, like I've just been I've had sixty nine followers on my Twitter for like the past like four, maybe four years. So it's like I've I've just been making music for those sixty nine followers, and hey, trust me, they love it. They I, and those are my are, are my my family, like the right right there. Like there's a, a few people in in particular that I whenever I see them on my timeline, I I love it. You know what I mean? Because I've been seeing them for the past four years. You know what I mean? So and they've been rocking with uh, my music for a long time, and um. So like I want to say Alma Alma she definitely put me on, and there's another person. His name is uh, Black Dave. Um, he he also makes uh, anime rap and, and such as well. I think he's he's more heavily influenced by the anime rap than I am. So um, but he he also is is pretty it's pretty cool. We're we're talking now. We uh, uh, don't want to say too much about what we're what we're doing, but we're uh, we're definitely talking now and stuff like that. And he's definitely um, giving me some 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 important pointers of just the web three space uh all i gotta say is that he's definitely into bringing people up that deserve to be heard so that's that's something that that i could definitely ride behind and i I haven't really met too many other people inside of the web three space uh like i i just got in here maybe like a week and a half ago so i haven't i haven't met too many other people inside of the space i'm still building my uh my community now and and everyone who's following me i i you know i just appreciate it because like i said just a week and a half i had 69 followers and it was like that for four years so (laughs) it's crazy wow okay so so for context for listeners that aren't here on twitter right now and are listening on some other streaming platform so a week and a half has gone by and not only have you produced music nfts you've sold music nfts you've created an entire campaign that adds utility around those nfts and you've gone from 69 followers to a couple hundred followers. A- am I missing anything on this growth over the past week and a half? Um, uh, nothing. No, like uh, nothing that I can talk about. I'll say that. I, I got to keep some things under wraps. But no, that's really about it. Wow. Wow. Okay. So um, I didn't realize it was only a week and a half. I thought you'd been here longer. I've seen over the past day or so, you've put out at least one other music NFT on Men's Songs. If if you know the number, how many music NFTs have you released so far? I I want to say I want to say maybe seven or or eight. Uh, I have some beats on OpenSea that my my beats are primarily going onto a uh, OpenSea. I have uh, three on there, and then I, I have uh, I want to say I think five songs on Mint Songs. Can you tell me more about your creation strategy in Web3 so far? So for a creator that's been in here for a week and a half, you've released a little bit on OpenSea, you've released some on Mint Songs. Are these one-of-ones? Are these additions? Are you like, you've got some utility? How would, how would you say you're thinking about releasing? Are you, yeah, what would you say your strategy is or your process is around releasing new music NFTs? To be honest, man, like I, I, I really hate, artists that hold back their music or that take like months and months to drop more music so like i have a studio right in, in my bedroom I, I literally sleep next to my to my microphone you know it's, it's right there and i know how to mix and master because i've been doing this uh since i've been 14 years old so it's been almost 10 years since i've been making music so i i like just just today this morning i uh, wrote a song and recorded it and it's on SoundCloud, you know, as private right now. Like I, I can, I can mint it, and it's it's ready to go. Like right now, I I don't I don't I hate holding back music. So, um, like as for like a strategy, to be honest, I don't really have one, man. I I I don't I don't care about sales like that. I'm I'm really happy that people buy my music, but I just want people to. I I have over 170 songs already recorded and done, that's ready to be minted. So it's like I, I got a lot of. I have a lot of like like options right now. I have I have over three hundred beats that can be ready to go. I I marked all of, of my beats on, on YouTube as private because people kept on taking them and just and not give me credit or anything. So I have all those beats that I can admit at at any time. So it's like I I don't really have a strategy. I I just like the songs that that I that I want to put out there that I want you guys to hear. I just put them out there and I I make five. So there's just five of each song. 
And uh, lately, I have been kind of increasing the prices of, of the songs. Like, one is, is for 0.02, another one is 0.025. And that's just because, uh, like, I make good music, man. I'm not I'm not always going to just sell my, my songs for $30. I've, I've sold beats for $300 before. I've sold beats to, to popular rappers now. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm not I'm not always gonna just sell my, my music for thirty bucks for twenty bucks for five dollars. Like I and I'm I'm not gonna sell a, a song and give it one thousand um um editions either because that's I, I need scarcity in my music because I, I'm an artist. I, I, I want only five people to have this song and that's it. And those five people are gonna be my my true night true family right there and they're gonna be taken care of by me because they're taking care of me. So I'm gonna take care of them. And that's that's how it goes. It's inspiring to hear you talk about how you've been creating music. And you mentioned that you've been you've got some songs, you create the song, you put it over on SoundCloud and you're totally ready to put it as an NFT as well. And this brings up a question I get asked a lot by musicians, musicians who have not minted NFTs. A very common question that they'll ask me is, if I've put a song out on streaming platforms, can I mint it as an NFT or does this need to be a one or the other? And I'm just going to pitch that question straight to you. If a musician puts something on a streaming platform, can they mint it as an NFT? What would you tell them? I would say, yeah, because let's, let's be honest. That's the, the streaming platform is not paying you. And, and the people that are, that are playing my music on, on SoundCloud, I like, they're giving me plays. Like, and I appreciate it. I, I appreciate seeing my numbers going up and this and that, but it's not putting anything inside of my pocket. I cannot eat the plays. So, like, 1,000%, if, if your song is on SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever, mint it as a freaking um, NFT. There's, there, there's no reason to not. There's literally no reason to not. Like, it's your music. Unless your music is, is under a label and you have all these other constraints, like, okay, like, that's, I, I get it. But if, if you own everything 100% of this of this song mint it as an nft because guaranteed you'll make the money that you deserve from the art that you have created and then you can you can give back to the people that 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 have bought your um nft a lot and, and a lot more because i i can't keep up with the, with the amount of people that that are playing my uh my songs on soundcloud and i i can't just send them a whole bunch of stuff cuz that's that's that doesn't make any sense like like it's it's the same thing like how how artists still have a, a a website and you go to their website and then you can buy a shirt from them or you can buy like a CD from them. It's the same thing. You're just buying the NFT from me and then I'm going to give you benefits from the NFT. One of my good friend Alex Webbs has stepped up. Alex, I see you've got your hand raised. Welcome to the show. Yo, what's up, Sweetman? And what's up, Titan? Nice to meet you. I hit you with a follow, um, instant follow after hearing you talk for like 15 seconds. Super dope that you uh, are jumping into this space headfirst. Um, <clears throat> I just want to maybe reframe the, the, the question maybe to like just drill down into uh, maybe like what some of the, the debate is around that topic about things being on streaming services, uh, streaming platforms that are, uh, <clears throat> are also NFTs. If you mint a song as an NFT that is not already on a streaming platform or is on, on private, what are your thoughts on then uh, posting it on the different DSPs out there? Um, honestly, uh, honestly, man, my answer is the same. I still think that you, you should do it. Like I, cause like I, I again the the question is is like what if you own the the song a hundred percent and you put it on Spotify you get a hundred thousand streams they're giving you like what a hundred bucks fifty dollars you know what I mean that's 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 kind of like nothing like like if you if you really want to get like like really serious about it take it off of Spotify take it off of Spotify because then that'll actually increase the value of the of the music um uh NFT because now it can only be heard on, on that platform. So like and and artists can do that at, at any time. Like and I, I bet you uh, later on down the line we might even see like an influx of artists that are doing so, taking their music actually off of, of Spotify and putting it onto a a music NFT streaming platform where people are able to stream and then also purchase the um, NFT on that platform. 
like one hundred percent, I I, I could see that happening because the music and the NFT space is still very young. The the NFT space is still is still like emerging, so ideas are still being thought of and things can still be done to where you know Spotify and such will be knocked out of the the, the game truly, because I I they they're not they're not taking care of of the the artists that are putting music on their platform that are. They they're generating uh, revenue from people playing their music. They're not taking care of uh, of the artists. Yeah, I I completely agree. I personally am like I I see no problems with like as a collector buying a music NFT that is also on streaming platforms. Um, there there certainly is a camp out there that feels like it reduces the scarcity, like you were saying before. But in my opinion, it's uh it's just drawing more attention to the asset itself, similar to how, you know, artists want their streaming numbers to go up, probably not so much for the actual revenue that they're going to get from it. Um, but because it's bringing more attention to them as an artist, which will drive uh, like ticket sales, merch sales, things like that. So I, I see it more as like, um, you know, digital billboards that can help direct audiences to your actual assets, like your NFTs or whatever they uh they may be exactly i feel the same way because because how many times have we found an artist on spotify listen to the music we liked it and then we followed them on on twitter or like on like instagram and then we seen what they were doing on there and then they're talking about oh you know i have i have certain songs that are actually like nfts that aren't available on on spotify and stuff you guys can buy those too if you want to if you really like my music that's how you can further uh like like um, support me in a way that that these streaming platforms aren't like I and I could I could get behind that one hundred percent because if there was a Juice World um, NFT song I I would be lining up to buy it too one thousand percent and and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they if they start doing that he's got so much uh, music that is not even out there I would not be surprised if later on down the line like we that we see that and that that money could be used to help his uh, his family or help the city to where, where where he came from you know what i mean that that kind of stuff like that's that's the power of what nfts could do and people they they get behind that that those kind of movements anything else to add there alex no no i i, I completely agree and it's like crazy how much just like uh like natural intuition into uh, like this NFT Web three space you have after only you said it only being here for like a week or two. It's it's crazy because it's like, like I don't know. So a lot a lot of like the things that you're expressing, uh, are are things that seem to like have had to have been distilled over the past year for people to come to the conclusion of. So, um, obviously like, you're just like naturally intuitive with this music stuff. Yeah, man, I, I try to like. I I see. I just see the power in it. Like I, I, cause I like like I said, the streaming platforms are not they're not doing anything for the artists. So it's like I see what what and what NFTs have done. Because like like I was saying, I, I started in with art NFTs last year and seeing what what that does for people. I I I created my own art uh, NFT project and that actually sold out uh, my uh, uh, board germs, and and those are are still like like a part of me and that completely sold out so it's like i've seen what that did for me i've seen what what and what nfts are doing for other people literally changing their lives literally changing their lives man like and there's 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 no way that 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 kind of that that kind of power is is something that can't be be done you know by just converting your song into an nft and putting it on the blockchain like now now you can help change my life too you know, like that's 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 literally how how I see it, and it's crazy how people can't come to that conclusion. Like they're so against it, they're so this and that. Like, dude, how do you not see how this is helping helping more people? It it doesn't make sense. Like you're 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 just finding something to complain about, and it doesn't make sense. I think this is a perfect segue to talk about the consumption layer of music NFTs for a long time. Uh, we've been able to buy for a long time being a couple months to a year, we've been able to buy music NFTs, but 
the ability to consume them is pretty much like clicking the play button on OpenSea or on Sound or on Mint Songs and then hearing that song play once, having no real ability to stack songs, having no real ability to make playlists or loop a song or any of the other features you would expect on streaming. And I totally agree with all the points both of you have made. Like I'm a collector as well as a listener on streaming platforms. And when I buy a music NFT, I typically, and I also produce a lot on places like Instagram stories and Twitter and YouTube. And when I make Instagram stories, I like to use music on my Instagram stories. And recently I've really liked using music from NFTs that I own. And some of those NFTs, I will find that I can't find them on Instagram. And it makes me really wish that the creator had published the song on streaming platforms as well so that I can give those assets more exposure. Because at the end of the day, our goal is to continue to drive value back to the musicians, the creators, the collectors in this music NFT ecosystem. And I agree with you, Alex and Titan, that the more places we put these assets, the more visibility it's going to get, which is ultimately going to drive value back to the people that are owning these assets. And so I guess, Titan, for first question to you, um, you've been here for a week and a half, so you might have only seen Mint Songs with the music player. So the first question, did you see Mint Songs before we added the music player onto the site? I, I Actually, I had got on it the day before you guys had added the uh, music player. So when I seen that on there, I was like, okay, yeah, that's smooth. Like that's And that's, that's, that's the concept that I'm talking about, how the space is still so new. And it's still very open to feedback and ideas. And all it takes is just a, a little bit of code switch. And, okay, now we have a, a, a brand new feature. Now we have a music player that it makes the, the website way more functional. I'm not going to force him up because I respect your space and your weekend, Jeremy. But Jeremy in the audience is the one who actually spent a lot of time building out the music player. So if you want to come up, Jeremy, please request and uh, ask some questions, but I don't want to force you. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to have you come up unless you request. Um, so Titan, getting to play around with the music player, do you have, uh, have, do you have any thoughts on how it is now or how it could be better? I'm very curious of like how the consumption layer of music NFTs looks moving forward. And is it skeuomorphic and is it a bad mental model to try to recreate the existing playing that we already see and just trying to make that for music NFTs? Or is this the correct mental model? Like, like you say, we're very early on in this space and these mental models are being developed by the people that are experimenting. So people like you, Titan, being out here and being an early creator and someone that's coming onto this podcast and talking to these creators, the engineers that are building it, you have a lot of influence over where this player goes and where the space in general goes. And so as a creator, um, what are the features you like about the music player and what are some of the features you would love to see as a music creator integrated into web three music NFT players? Um, okay. So well, before I answer that question, I just want to say, yeah, definitely shout out to Jeremy and in, in, in the audience there. Cause he actually uh, has one of my songs as well. So I just wanted to say thank you for, supporting the, the night shoot man i definitely appreciate that and um so to answer the question um about what i like about the music player like i honestly i think it's, it's really really smooth um uh you could the the question that you could say is that like oh like does the music player turn mint songs into just like a streaming platform where you could just go there and just listen to the music and like that's it you know and like i guess you 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 could do that but like music NFTs is about supporting the artist, right? So like, okay, if I'm, I'm listening to a song and I like this song, I'm going to go play that song. And then I'm, I'm going to go buy that song. It's the same thing as going to Apple Music and buying like a, a person's um, album. You know, it's, it's, it's the same. It's, 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 it's in that sense, it's the same exact way. So I, I feel like, um, I feel like uh, the music player is definitely solid. I feel like it, it adds a, a, a really good, like, uh, just like like a preview model to to the songs that are on Mint Songs, so that you can really like catch the vibe of, of the song and be like, you know, okay, cool. Like, I'm gonna buy this um, uh, this, this NFT because it comes with with this, it comes with that, and and I'll be able to 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 like directly be like connected with with the artist instead of just listening to their song and never even talking to the artist personally. And then people are, are always saying, oh, like you're getting upset about that artist saying this when he 
doesn't even know you or he like doesn't even talk to you at all like well no now i actually do talk to my artist I, he, he is he is cool and i am i am a set because i do i have a personal connection with him because i, I purchased something that he that he minted and and put on the uh, blockchain so that's that's kind of how how i feel like that's just that's that's just what what differs um like the music nfts on mint songs from just it just being like a streaming platform and um when it when it comes to what I would like to see on the site, I mean to be honest, I would like to see something of like like a chat feature, maybe something of like where we, you can put comments like un, underneath of the uh, songs. You know what I mean? To like to like uh, give like you know like some kind of like like just more interaction with with the music. That's something that, that's not available on Spotify or anything like that. You know, so that that would be cool where you're able to go there, make some, some comments on the songs, and like buy the song too, and and yeah, that that would be a, a cool feature, which I'm sure it would, is probably going to come down down the line soon. So, I think Jeremy has also brought up a chat feature similar to what you're saying. So he is uh, seems seems to be very aligned with thinking that you said. Yeah, per- personally, I I think I've heard a lot of musicians say that discoverability of music NFTs is hard. And just today, I was buying an NFT uh, from someone that's down in San Diego, an R&B singer. And when I was buying, I played his song. And then immediately afterwards, I'm hearing a bunch of other NFTs from creators that I wasn't buying from. And I saw a couple NFTs and I was like, oh, this is a really nice sound. And then after I bought that NFT, I went and browsed some of these other musicians because I was able to discover through chaos or randomness or divine purpose, whatever you want to call it, like some random stuff was thrown into my feed and it allowed me to get influenced and to find other NFT creators that I liked. So while the argument could be made that it diminishes the value by making it more accessible to all, my core mental model is content, art, these assets should be free to consume, but valuable to own. Like, uh, I think that's what the internet taught us is information is very free and it can be duplicated entirely for free and it should be duplicated and replicated and shared entirely for free. But owning that content is very valuable and the utility that you add behind that content is super valuable. And this brings up the next question that I have. I've been seeing tweets recently about music NFTs saying the music is the utility. You don't need to attach utility onto music NFTs. The music itself is the utility. But you have been going out and creating the night troupe and adding actual utility. What are your thoughts when people say the music should just be the utility? I know you touched on it earlier with the PFP and more visual projects, but what are your views on like, is the art itself the utility or do you think that musicians should be adding utility on top? Well, when it, when, uh, when it comes to that question, um, it's kind of a, a crazy thing to say that, and, and it's actually kind of lazy if you think about it, like, because um, like, so you're telling me that you don't have to go to shows. You're telling me that you don't have to like produce merchandise for, for your, the, the people that are, that are listening to your music because that is the um, utility when it comes to like web web two, right? Like I like you're listening to my song on Spotify. You're generating enough streams for me. Now I'm going to go do a show inside of your city because you're generating streams for me. That's the utility of the web two. So it's like to say that just the music is the utility of web three just sounds kind of lazy because like you still have to provide something you can't just put a song on the blockchain and say okay well they can just stream my song every day well they just spent 300 dollars on it for something that they could go to spotify and pay 12 dollars a month for and listen and for free and get the same feeling because you're not doing anything that to, to even give them a, a like like a reason to to want to buy your your your, your um, nfts so it, it, i've actually never even uh, people actually think that that's crazy. I've never, I've never realized that people would actually say that the music itself. That's 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 why I, I was so um, torn between like art uh, NFTs. It's because art doesn't need utility. It sits there on on the wall. You have to dust it off to keep it, you know, clean. So music, it's it. You're you're saying music. People are 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 coming around your music. They love your music. They want to hear more of your music, so then you go and you and you go to a place to provide them, uh, like space to hear your music, and people, uh, 
are against that. They don't they don't see that that's the utility of Web two, and that this is basically the utility of Web three, except we can do it all like digital. That's weird. That's that's honestly weird. And and, and if that's what people are saying, then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on voicing that that this is my um, utility, and I'm gonna make a stronger focus on that because people are really thinking that just their music can be the utility and that's it you're basically asking for handouts and that's that's crazy and you're, you're basically asking for people to just put money inside of your pocket in your pocket because you make you make music when we're all human we can all make music you know what i mean some people just 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 put it in 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 notes a little bit better than others but give that person time and he'll put it in the same pattern or in any even better one so I, it's, it's very strange that people think that Super interesting to hear your perspective there. I, my, the first response I have is we are very early and you having that uh, very disciplined view and perspective and philosophy, if you, if you hold on to that, I think it can help you to develop a niche and be a thought leader um, that can have a real voice in this discussion because it is a discussion that's very early. So I, I definitely encourage you, if that's your view, to continue to hold it and express it to contribute to the conversation that's going on in the development of the space because other musicians are going to come in and they're going to have that question and you having your disciplined view I think uh, is really going to help musicians to find their way in this space it's it's definitely nice to get the utility like I've, I've, I collect a music nft every single day I find a different musician and the majority of them are not doing utility and a lot of them that do talk about utility aren't actually executing so it was a big breath of fresh air to buy an nft from titan have you hit me up in dms and then also have you airdrop me an nft immediately like the same day that was it was very meaningful which is one of the reasons i really wanted to have you on the podcast today is you not you 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 talked but you also executed on the talk that you had so and you've only been here for a week and a half so you're really incredible in the space of it's i'm excited to see how you grow over the next couple months and as we wrap up and get get towards the end of the show I wanted to, to shift focus into a conversation that has been on my mind. Um, and I'm just curious of other people on Twitter's thoughts. Like you, you mentioned you've had 69 followers for a while and now you've been going up. I'm sure you've seen, but one of the big pieces of infrastructure in the Web3 space is Twitter for how discoverability happens, how community is formed, how discussions happen. And within the past two weeks, Elon Musk went and started a poll and asked people what they thought of Twitter. And then he went and acquired 9% of Twitter. So he's now the largest shareholder in Twitter. And then he was promoted to the board of director of Twitter. <laughs> and I have not seen much on my Twitter feed or in many of my feeds, like hearing people's thoughts on, does it impact their thoughts around this platform that is so crucial to how we connect with each other? I mean, we're recording our podcast on this platform right now, for gosh sakes. Do you have any thoughts around Elon stepping in to having more ownership of over this social media platform? Honestly, I think that's a boss ass move. I think like I've always been behind Elon, like when 100%, like people can say what they want about Elon. I've always been behind him. I feel like he is the Albert Einstein of, of our time. To be honest, like, like you, you got to give the man his props. You know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. So for him to acquire Twitter, like uh, just just a few months ago, he was like, "Twitter should really handle the the amount of spam bots that are under so many people's threads instead of having like um, uh, NFTs as our like uh, as our PFP." That makes sense because I like like one of my um, I have another Twitter that's kind of like more like heavily uh, for uh, crypto um, crypto gatsu and um, like. That account I barely even go on now simply because I'm getting drilled with spam bots. All the time I get mentioned with like a bunch of different mentions and it's ridiculous. And and that's what Twitter has to has to solve. And what's crazy is that I'm paying three dollars a month on that account and I'm not even on it because I'm getting drilled by spam bots. Like that is absolutely in, insane. So it's like, yeah, like like Elon Elon doing that. Like watch, like Twitter is going to become a way different platform. It's 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 most likely going to remain how it is, but is a lot of a lot of the issues that people aren't talking about that we have that we are just passively ignoring are going to be solved. 
100%. And then after that, he's going to add more features. And then after that, we're going to see a lot more crypto stuff because Elon is definitely behind crypto. He can't really say it, say, say that he is too much because people, you know, he, he has way too much leverage. He has, he has way too much of a platform to really speak his, his own mind. Then again, he's posted memes every day. And, and lately, he has been saying what he wants because he bought Twitter. So, like, I don't know. Like, who knows what, what, what's going to happen? But I, I, I have a good feeling that we're going to see a, a, a good path for Twitter. I was kind of scared uh, a few months ago when, when Jack uh, stepped down and then uh, some, some other dude uh, is now, well, was now, like, the leader, like, the CEO or whatever of Twitter. I was like, what is going on? Like, I hope this platform doesn't become Facebook or some weird you know, shit like that. But now, now that I know that that Elon bought all that and he is now a director, my faith has been definitely restored, one thousand percent. One of the big things I've liked having you on the podcast today is you. Not only are you very grounded in your views, you're not wishy washy. You know what you have to say and what you believe, and you you stand by that. You're answering every single question I ask, even if I'm asking you two or three, and and you're elaborating and giving a lot of detail above and beyond what I'm asking. It is, I feel in a world where people don't want to stand by their views and they do switch every day, depending on what the mood is, it's really nice to just hear you express your thoughts. Um, Even if they do change, it's just really nice to hear you, you venting on your thoughts. As we got to keep it real, man. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You got to keep it real. I just want to say you got to keep it real. You got to keep it real. You got to always spread the truth no matter what's going on. No matter, no matter what's happening. You just got to keep it real. That's it. I got to go get right, my earphones. Okay. Okay. I, I brought up Dodger. Um, so we'll, we'll see if Dodger's got any questions for Titan before we wrap up. This is the end of the episode. So we'll give Dodger a couple seconds to get their earphones to see if they've got any questions for Titan. And after that, I'm going to shift into the last question I always ask to all the speakers that are up here on stage will be, what's something you're excited about either in this coming week in your personal lives or in general in the NFT space? Um, Dodger, were you able to grab your headphones or are you still going to grit those? I got them. Awesome. Do you have any questions for Titan? I do. So I'm excited about the new project for NFTs, just all of them in general. And I think they're going to be great. I agree. Really appreciate you coming up here, Dodger. Bringing it over to Titan. Titan, what's something you're excited about in this upcoming week or just in general in the music NFT space? Um, I'm excited for, for, for the new uh, sound uh, XYB drops. Uh, just uh, stay tuned for those. I'm, I'm really excited for those. I wonder uh, what, what they'll be dropping this week. I, I know I've seen a few. It's, it's really hard to get those mints, but I'm definitely uh, looking at them for sure. Alex, bringing it over to you, what would you say you're excited about in personal life for the next week or in the broader NFT and music NFT space? Yeah, uh, in the personal life, I mean, I'm just getting over COVID, so I'm uh, I'm looking forward to starting the week fresh and like hitting the ground running and getting back to work. Last week was a little sluggish. Uh, I didn't, uh, my efficiency was not, not at my best, so I'm excited to get back to it. Um, what do you think in the NFT space? I don't know. I've been spending a little less time on Twitter, so I haven't been as hip to um, like upcoming drops. But Titan, I just grabbed your uh, one of your pieces, so I'm excited to um, listen to that um, more. I, I gave it a I gave it a listen, but I'm excited to to get real into it later on. Thank you, man. Wow, that 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 means a lot to me, dude. I really appreciate that. Uh, and after this uh, space, I'll be sending you a, a night tree pass. So, welcome to the troop. Welcome to the troop, Alex. Love being in more communities with you. Uh, personally, I have uh, not been prioritizing my health as much as I should. This past week, I've finally been going more to my boxing Muay Thai I've been doing here in Argentina. And any day that I'm not boxing, I've been doing my runs. And I've today spent a lot of time just sitting on my meditation cushion, looking in the mirror and spending time with myself. So coming into this next week, I'm really going to try to keep balance on the amount of time I'm working and how much time I'm spending on my creative efforts. And that's all I got for today. So for everybody that came up and spoke, 
we will be uh, creating 0x splits for these NFTs. So everybody that spoke will get on-chain royalties. I will reach out to you to get your public keys so that we can make sure that you get a portion of the revenue that comes from these NFTs. Titan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for everything that you're doing. It has been a pleasure chatting with you, my man. Most definitely, man. I'm 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 open any any time to come back up to this platform and speak. I really appreciate you for interviewing me. I appreciate this podcast. I will be looking for it on Spotify so I can listen to it and send some streams your way as well. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to OnChain Experiments, where we talk with the creators and collectors building Web3. Today's guest is founder of Night Troop, Titan. With the pace he's been going, you won't believe he's only been here for a week and a half. Titan has released music NFTs on both OpenSea and Min songs, and he's focused on adding utility and bringing value back to his collectors. I hope you enjoy. Enjoy.